Welcome back to the Productivity Podcast, where I give you a daily productivity tip so you can get the most out of your time, your talent, and your ideas. I'm your host, Brandon White. Here we go. Ever have something that has to get done, but even with your best intentions, you find yourself putting it off and doing it at the last minute? You're not alone. We've all been there with that sinking feeling as looming deadlines approach. Today, we're tackling the nemesis of deadlines and the arch enemy of accomplishment, procrastination. In this episode, we'll look at the psychology of procrastination, what the research says, and give you an easy-to-implement protocol on how to stop procrastinating. Procrastination doesn't mean you're lazy. It's a sneaky psychological dance involving fear, avoidance, and a dash of self-sabotage. What happens when you procrastinate is the reward centers in your brain light up at the immediate pleasure of delaying. So you get short-term pleasure followed by long-term anxiety of not completing the task you actually want to get done. The challenge is that the rewards of delaying are more addictive than actually doing the task. Pierre Steele, author of The Procrastination Equation, identifies four key monsters fueling our procrastination. Number one, dreading the task itself. Maybe it's boring, overwhelming, or simply unpleasant. Number two, valuing immediate rewards like scrolling or snacking more than future benefits, a finished project, or peace of mind. Number three, overestimating our time or underestimating the task's complexity, leading to last-minute scrambles. And number four, setting unrealistic standards and fearing failure, leading to analysis, paralysis, and inaction. A research study titled Implementing Goal Achievement Intentions and Implementation Intentions to Reduce Procrastination, a randomized controlled trial published in the Journal of Applied Psychology dove deep and tested the effectiveness of two specific tools in reducing procrastination. Number one, goal achievement intentions, which are general statements about what you want to achieve. Think, I will finish this report. And number two, implementation intentions, which are specific plans for when and where you will take action to achieve your goals. Think, I will write every day after lunch at the library until I'm finished. Participants in the study were divided into three groups. Group one was the goal achievement intentions group. They received training on setting goal achievement intentions for tasks they intended to procrastinate on. Group number two was the implementation intentions group. They received training on setting both goal achievement intentions and implementation intentions for the same tasks. And group number three, they were the control group and received no training at all. All participants then reported on their levels of procrastination and task completion for the following two weeks. The study's results found that implementation intentions group experienced the most significant reduction in procrastination compared to both the goal achievement intentions and control groups. By combining intention setting with specific action plans, you can break the procrastination cycle. Here's the protocol to use to stop procrastinating. Number one, identify tasks you tend to procrastinate on. Be honest with yourself and write these things down on a list so you can refer to them so you remember. Number two, set a clear and specific goal for each task. Answer what the exact product of the task looks like and be specific. For example, the report needs to be five pages, 12-point font, covering the following subjects, and I will need two pieces of research to be able to write it. Number three, specify exactly when and where you will take action to achieve your goal. For example, 
I will work on this for one hour from 10 a.m. to 11 a.m. Tuesdays and Thursdays, or I will write for 30 minutes on my essay tonight right after dinner. Number four, schedule these implementation intentions on your calendar. Putting them on your calendar is very powerful because just like a meeting on your calendar, you're less likely to blow off something that's blocked off already. And it takes a lot of pressure off you because you don't have to come up with what to do during the day. You just follow what's on your calendar. Number five, repeat this process for all your procrastination prone tasks. Here's the really cool thing you're going to find out. Once you get started on a project, it becomes easier to keep going because the reward of working on it outweighs the reward of kicking it down the road. And this creates an open loop, meaning you're playing on a psychological condition where your brain doesn't like leaving something unfinished. Think of it like a cliffhanger at the end of that weekly show that you can't wait to see the next episode. Listen to episode 43 if you want to dive deeper into why this happens to our brains. Procrastination may be cunning, but it's not invincible. By understanding the psychology behind it, implementing strategic protocols like the one we just went over, you can reclaim your power, conquer those tasks you've been avoiding, and win like the champion you are. Your move. Hey, real quick before you go, please remember to hit follow on your podcast player. You won't miss any episodes, and it helps support us bring you the show daily. Thanks for listening. We'll talk tomorrow.